Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Movie Mastery. That's right. It is the show where we watch the movies you have recommended to us. And I'm your host, John. With me, but not really with me, but in spirit, is my co-host, Jeff. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you in spirit. I am currently haunting your room. It's true. You have died in my bed and... <laughs> You just died in my arms tonight. <laughs> A murder was committed here. Ah, yes. There was death, and now revenge, and your revenge is recording a podcast with me. Forevermore. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm haunting you. Go get me a Burger King. <laughs> One Burger King. Not a burger. Get me a Burger King. Burger King is my shorthand way of saying, go get me my regular order at a Burger King. <laughs> Actually, in this case, Burger King is go get me some in and out Yeah, no, I would never go to a Burger King. That place yeah, I know, sucks. But you might go, and right now, you shouldn't go to an in and out uh, I drove past the one in your neighborhood when I was dropping off the uh, the sound gear so that we could start doing this re remote recording stuff. Yeah. And their line was like a line at a, an amusement park or a convention center where they actually had to have three employees standing outside and two of them were just in charge of segments of line that lead to other segments of line. Wow. Okay. I, I, I would say there were probably about 70 cars in line. That is nuts. Yeah. Especially Most because of the parking this isn't lot like a busy in and out like the one near me is pretty tame i wouldn't say it's super tame every time i drive by it on my way to your house for a game night which god remember those hey remember uh, when that happened <laughs> it was uh, every time i drive by it thinking i'll just get a you know a, a nice in a double double before i head over to the the game night it's always like oh the line is at least 40 minutes <laughs> But I'll tell you, in my neighborhood, there's a Krispy Kreme. It's like the last one in San Diego or whatever. Mm. They do not have the management potential of an In-N-Out, and therefore the insane line for it during this COVID stuff is taking over the street in front of my house. I, man, I saw that when I was, like, leaving a while ago. I went past that and went, wow, what? That's weird. Why are there so many people there and nowhere else? But like, I, I have to assume it's because donuts last a day or two, so they're like, we're getting the, we're getting a bunch of donuts to have breakfasts for two days or whatever. I guess. But I'm like, who's, who's doing this? Who's like, oh man, I'm not supposed to leave my house, but the one thing I'll do is go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I guess I can't. I, I gotta feel sorry for those Krispy Kreme workers. I mean, that place, it, that line is unrealistic i mean it's out in the street it's going down the street it goes through a red light so anyway uh, um yeah anyway so, we are here to discuss a film of some sort yes so a while ago <laughs> one of our listeners decided that because we have the policy of if you actually send us a movie to watch we will go ahead and put it on the list twice so there's a better chance that we will get to it so that we've got yeah, it's just a little reward for people who are taking the time to send us like DVDs instead of, you know, just recommendations. Although these days I'm like, damn it, a DVD. I have to go unpack a machine. <laughs> uh, but I mean, honestly, even then I'm like, we'll just watch it some other way. But it's the thought that counts. 
Yep. <laughs> but anyway, one of our someone listeners, got the bright idea. Yeah, they they decided to send us eleven copies of the B movie. Yes, eleven copies of that, and then I'd say I think I got like six copies of Robots and uh, three copies of the Ant Bully. And I want to say there was another one, but I, oh, it might've been, uh, what's that barnyard or whatever that is. Maybe. I think it's the Kevin, the the Kevin James one where they all play male cows that have udders. (laughs) You know, uh, I mean, I think that's what that one's famous for. That's, (laughs) that is the only thing it is famous for. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was basically inevitable that this would come up and indeed it has. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I mean, I didn't actually cheat and put 11 or 12 entries, technically, of the B-movie onto the big list. I just knew we'd eventually need the B-movie. Eventually we would. Eventually, mm-hmm. everyone needs it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh don't no. die. I tr- I'll try not Again. to. Again? Then you'll double <laughs> haunt me. Plus, I already used all my GoFundMe cred. <laughs> Please fund this ghost. <laughs> Please, I need to keep ha- haunting John's room until he gets me a Burger King. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. What are we usually talking about before these? Uh, okay. So, oh, yeah, a spoiler-free review. Yeah. Sorry. We're... I've forgotten the before time. It's it's okay. I understand. So, yeah, we are going to do a quick spoiler-free review of this. Uh, now, B-Movie is notorious for being basically a meme and shit on a lot. Well, yeah, and I also, I also thought it was notorious because it never before and never again has Seinfeld worked, Jerry Seinfeld worked so hard, like, <laughs> it, it, not and not making or starring in the movie, but rather just, like, pushing it later. Yeah, I guess we can say that this was a real passion project for Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, um, I did not expect this movie to go the way it did, because I've never seen a non-memed version of it before. What? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's... It's fascinating. I mean, again, obviously we didn't watch this together. So, I I mean, there's a million stars in this that I was not expecting. I don't oh know about you. Oh my god. The cast list for this is nuts. Just mm-hmm. Okay, it is Jerry Seinfeld, Renée Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, Patrick Warburton, John Goodman, Chris Rock, Kathy Bates, Larry King, Ray Liotta, Sting, Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> Megan Mullally, Rip Torn. <laughs> I liked it. There's, I mean, it goes so far down the list of famous people that, like, at the near the very end of the movie, there's like an air traffic control officer who gets like two lines. That's Michael Richards. Yeah, there's, I mean, you got Carl Castle to show up. <laughs> uh, granted, as himself. Yeah, and then of course, because it was a movie that had any sort of uh, voice acting, John DiMaggio was there. And Tress McNeil. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple of uh, Jim Cummings. Yeah, there's just a couple of people that that. They get their beak wet if you make a cartoon movie. That's that's just the rule. Yeah, it's hey, you had someone coming into a studio to make a cartoon. Where's Papa's money? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's happening. Daddy needs uh, a piece. <laughs> I'm always kind of I have mixed feelings whenever I see Jim Cummings on a project because people like him because he you know he's he's Pete and he's Winnie the Pooh and what have you, mm-hmm. but he's basically just a less famous uh, James Woods in terms of politics. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Welcome to bad news time. That's oh. This is what you get for having a ghost. <laughs> All I get is bad portents. <laughs> I float around in your room and let you know which people ha- or which famous people have bad politics, even though you like their agreeable growly voice. <laughs> oh, bother. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say this wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Like I thought this was gonna be really bad, and it was only mostly bad. I would say it was most. It's just aggressively boring and deeply confusing. I mean, yes, there's <sighs> the choices that go into this movie are less like, oh my god, I hate this, and more, uh, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, I, I don't know. I think maybe we've been talking almost 10 minutes. We should probably, like, do the thing. Yeah, all right. We are going to play a little bit of music, and then we are going to be right back with the full spoilerific review of B-Movie. I'll be your dragon shoulder. I'll be love suicide. I'll be badly when I'm older. I'll be the greatest value my sweet children we are back and it is time time now there's time enough at last <laughs> uh all right we're, let's... On, we're in seinfeld time now <laughs> that's right we're uh, what riding in cars with comedians now <laughs> yeah yeah it's their time up there but it's our time down here to be in seinfeld <laughs> this is my movie review and i'm taking it back I'm taking them all back. Uh, you've probably seen the first four minutes of this movie uh, before it descends into me madness, but effectively it opens with a, a little narrator moment where uh, Jim Cummings, because he's the narrator, pops up and, and announces, Technically, humans do not understand how bees can fly. They should be. Their wings aren't strong enough to carry their fat little bodies. Yeah, which is not true, but okay. Yeah, it, it was true for a long time that we didn't understand the science of how bees fly, because their wings aren't big enough, but it's just that they have a, an extremely strong flat based around kind of a rubber banding technology or development inside their wing muscles. They got a real big Mario Kart in their muscles. Here's the thing you're going to find out for me, John, as we make our way through today's episode. My daughter is obsessed with bees. Bees? She just loves bees. Loves so I end up watching a lot of bee documentaries. <laughs> all right, so, uh, so when it comes to science, I am going to be uh, right off the things. Uh, if, if we still get all the guys in the episode, I'm your guy. I mean, you really don't, considering right off the bat, this will be like, now nah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's basically two moments. One of them is the only time the narration was like, dude, never understood how bees can fly. That's the last week out pre 2006. That's bullshit. And it came out 2007. Yeah, so they do, you assholes. Don't try to tell them how long it takes to see you. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the other one is the end of the whole thing. It's just on bee soakers. And there is a bunch of stuff that hits a lot of bee things. And uh, the suggestion of bee soakers are making space cigarettes. Yeah, that's accurate. That's how bee soakers are. So our movie opens that narration with, let's go follow Jameson Fields, a very bee person, who is graduating, and it's just, it starts with the bee jokes right away, and will not stop the rest of the bee. No, it's pretty fun bee jokes. Oh, I mean, I know it's not the most important thing I've ever seen in the movie. Like, that's the kind of like, I don't know, 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 I yeah, so if you're curious, that's the, uh, the B-Jokes meeting, 10 days, B-Jokes, 5 days, or Michael 3 days, all 3 days, and of course, uh, so Mary took a day off to pack around the highway, yes. Uh, now, we find out, of course, now that every bee is going to pick a job at this point once they graduate and just do that the rest of the mm-hmm. And for some reason, Mary is the only one that has a problem with this. Yeah, yeah, it's because it's probably new, like, uh, you know, personally, we have a three-day college training a long time. Uh, you think you would notice that this is coming, I guess he's paying attention to the future. Yeah, but 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 he's Uh, they don't, they're trying to try to get the money. They don't, they're trying to switch to the loops. They're trying to switch to the 